I'm Alyssa White, and welcome to the Spirit Room Podcast. This is a show to help inspire you to live your life to the fullest, but really to learn about those that guide us, our unseen helpers, guides, angels, loved ones in spirit that walk beside us in this life. I'll share with you personal experiences from my life as a professional medium and mentor. I'll also offer you insight into working with the spirit world and introduce you to guests that I find fascinating and that might lead you on your own journey to further discover your own soul's gifts. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi, it's me. It's Melissa White. I hope that you're doing well. And this episode is really going to be geared towards the month of September 2022. And really the energy and the energies by Zodiac sign, you know, so if you're looking for a little insight, looking for some inspiration for the month ahead, then this episode is for you. So I really encourage you to get comfy and just have a listen. I would say for lots of people, September does feel like a new year because it's the start of the school year and there's this Virgo energy. We're coming into Virgo season where there is a focus on routine. There is a focus also on getting organized and getting ourselves sort of prepared. That's the feeling. And I miss the days of the school supply shopping. I used to love, love that. Like when my mom would do school supply shopping for me, I loved it. And then the school clothes shopping, that was always fun. Nowadays, I mean, for my son is heading into college, so he's all good. But then with my daughter, they just do like you pay the school and they do the school supplies. So we don't have that really to do. But this year she is interested in school clothes shopping, which she hasn't really been before. So that's quite exciting for me. I love that kind of thing. So we're into that. We're going to go fairly soon. Just got her a new pair of runners. And to my surprise, she wears like a now like a bigger size than I do for shoes. So as she's almost pretty much just as tall as I am. So yeah, she's growing up. But yeah, exciting time. So really, yeah, this episode is for you. So I'll start with The deck that I'm going to use, it's called The Spirit Art of Flower Sentience, and it's by the Spiritualist National Union. I did purchase them when I was at the Arthur Finley College in England a few years ago. And so I'll pull a card for each sign and then just give you some insight for the month of September, starting with Aries. And you can listen for yourself. Also listen for your partner, your friends, your kids, your family members. Aries, you get the thistle. I'll just read what the card says. The thistle is the oldest recorded national flower and probably one of the most well-known and easily recognized for its connection with Scotland. It's a native-born plant, which is as bold as it is beautiful, a little weed that has come a long way. The delicately beautiful flower heads show the warrior can also be the gentle protector of those in need. This thistle can grow as high as eight feet tall and symbolizes resilience and protection. It brings the essence of stubbornness and the tenacious, defiant ability to flourish against all the odds. It is a flower which symbolizes the overcoming of pain and pride for a positive future. Well, okay, so for Aries, the thing that stood out was that you can be delicate 
And you can also be a warrior and you can be a gentle protector. So for Aries in September, you don't need to go full force. You don't need to be so aggressive. You don't have to be aggressive, I guess, is the message. You can be a gentle protector for those in need, meaning that the energy that you send, your intention, the words that you speak can be just as powerful, if not more powerful for people. You know, it can do a lot more good than sometimes the very bold and aggressive acts of heroism, you know? And so it's my Aries people, you are very courageous for sure, but you could be a peaceful warrior. That's the message for September for you. All right. So for Taurus, for September, the snowdrop. The snowdrop is the flower of hope. And as the saying goes, hope springs eternal. This card brings the positive attitude and strength of mind, which hope gives to us. But then it is important to turn that positivity and strength into purposeful action directed towards achieving results and rewards. The snowdrop also brings consolation for past hurts, but asks you to leave them behind now and look forward to a bright future. So for Taurus people, if you're feeling a little bit apprehensive about September, about starting fresh, if there's a program, if it's schooling or work-related, something that you're starting that's new that you feel a little bit ill-equipped for, just remember that you can leave the past insecurities, the past worries, anxieties in the past. You're now in this hopeful energy going forward. And it feels to me like you have everything that it takes to really excel. So focusing on taking that positive and purposeful action. So really, really not just thinking about your dreams and thinking about your plans, but then putting your plans into action by taking small purposeful actions every day. So hopefully that's helpful for Taurus. Next is Gemini. So for Gemini, September 2022, the gladioli. They're like a ladder to heaven, reaching and reaching with their resplendent colors, creating a magnificent rainbow of perfumed color. They symbolize faith, determination, and constancy. Never forgetting and never giving up, they bring the strength you need if you allow them to do so. Believe in great blessings. They are the flower of the gladiators and call upon you to be a gladiator at this time. So for Gemini's, I really see that we're going to be focusing on the consistency. That's really the word that stands out to me within that card. So this is sometimes tough for us. I think Gemini's can be consistent when it's interesting to them. But if it's not, then we're real, we have a little, we have a little problem staying consistent if it doesn't interest us. So it's going to be discipline. I think September is going to be about reevaluating priorities, deciding where in your life do you need to be a gladiator? Where in your life do you need to just conquer? And really prioritizing that area, especially for this month. Give it an experimental feel so that you don't feel like it's so rigid and you're not locked in. But just say, okay, I'm going to give this a go. This is an experiment. Let's see what happens if I don't give up. Let's see what happens if I really, really put my time and my energy into this endeavor. A lot of Geminis, I think you're going to be looking at your own health and your well-being, mind, body, and soul for the month of September. That would be a good 
place to start. A good focus. Right? So that message is off for myself. <laughs> good. Okay. So we go to Cancer next. This one is Frisia. So traditionally given to convey friendship and reminds you to allow friends to be there for you. It also represents innocence, thoughtfulness, trust, and its perfume connects with a mother's love, the white color being the most fragrant. It encourages you to consider enjoying some high spirits. This flower represents someone who remains graceful whilst under pressure. So recall its image or perfume when you feel a little stressed. So it's really speaking, I think, to perseverance. So for Cancers for the month of September, it's similar to what I was saying for Geminis as far as like keeping at it, not giving up. I also think for Cancers, it's going to be about opening your heart, allowing there to be maybe some new connections, putting yourself out there to make a new friendship. Not easy sometimes, but I think that there's going to be some really, some really good benefit to allowing yourself to be a little more vulnerable, maybe, than you normally might be. So instead of hanging back, putting yourself out there a little bit more in the month of September and think about enjoying some celebration, you know, giving yourself a bit of a break. I think that would be a good place to be energetically for cancer for September. Next, we have Leo Camellia. The Camellia is a flower of symmetrical beauty and it has long lasting quality a long-lasting quality. So it indicates to you that organizing things better may well bring you a more secure feeling around you. The flower has long been appreciated because of its connection to the brotherhood of man through the energy of promoting devotion to each other. The Chinese associated this flower with the spirit of a lady and the man entrusted as her protector. It's a symbol of everlasting union between loves. So for Leo's, there may be this focus on partnership, whether that's romantic love or work partnership or friendship partnership, but it seems to me that might be the focus for September. Also, this feeling of being united, connected, just even in your community and your neighborhood and in the world. I think for Leo's also, it's about getting things in order. Definitely getting your physical environment around you in order, but also getting your headspace in order. You know, really, really deciding how you want to organize your time and your thoughts. Of course, we know that thoughts become things. So what you focus on, you do really create more of. So this could be a reminder for Leo for the month of September, let's look at focusing on the good. Let's look at focusing on what we do want to create, not so much on the things that we want to change or fix. It's really about where you put that at attention. So that's for Leo's. All right, next for Virgo for September 2022, forget me not. The story goes that when God was in the garden naming all of the flowers, as all the flowers had been named, one little flower whispered, forget me not, and God said, that shall be your name. So this darling little flower symbolizes remembrance. You have not forgotten. You are not forgotten. Have courage. Find joy and faithfulness in your memories, and the memories flooding back just now could be very meaningful in dealing with current situations. So we are headed into Mercury retrograde once again, and it is a time where past 
feelings, emotions, memories, issues, insecurities, anxieties <laughs> do tend to rise to the surface for people. Not everyone. Some people are not even really seemingly affected. For Virgos, you might find that this particular season, this Virgo season, and this particular Mercury retrograde, you might be really going down a bit of a nostalgic memory lane kind of trip. You know, you might be really thinking back to different times in your life, situations. There could be some of it that is a bit painful. I would just say give yourself the ability, give yourself the permission to just, yeah, think back and maybe feel some of those emotions. And like the card says, some of this remembrance could be actually useful, could be meaningful to you in this point in life. So you might be able to apply some of the things that you've learned in the past on situations here in the present. Things are happening currently. It could be like a, a bit of a pattern, a bit of a cycle that you're seeing that's kind of returning. So yeah, for Virgos, it's about looking at things objectively. I think that you're going to be wanting to really stay grounded in your own truth, like knowing what's true to you. I feel also a sense that there is a lighter energy for Virgos towards the middle to the end of September. So just giving yourself grace until then, breathe and ground yourself as much as you can in nature. And I think you'll do just fine for September. All right. So next is Libra. Libra. You've got the geranium. It's a flower which is all about coming together and building bridges. It symbolizes cooperation and camaraderie. It is also about having a sense of togetherness of mind, body, and spirit. It represents an expansion of ideas, determination to align to a greater purpose, and focusing on the greater good for the whole. Don't let folly creep in. Stay gentle and focused. So I love that. And I would remind you, you can listen for your rising sign, your moon sign as well. So my sun sign there was the Gemini. And then this is the Libra is my rising. So I do resonate actually with this message here for Libras as well. So if you're Libra, you're going into September 22. You're looking at kind of how you can have a harmonious kind of a more harmonious feeling in all aspects of life. So within family, within the home, within the workspace, within your health and your happiness. So I think cooperation is important. So Libras are, tend to be quite fair-minded people to begin with, almost to their own detriment sometimes. I think this is really about how can you be fair to yourself, but how can you also be fair to those around you? So finding that balance or a little bit of a sweet spot where you're not abandoning yourself for the needs of the the group or the greater you know the greater collective but then you are still taking those needs into consideration so that would be it's a tricky thing i don't think that's an easy thing to do by any means but it is sort of the goal is set sort of in mind for libras for this next period of time so really look into even small ways that you might be able to build a little bit more harmony into your life daily. And even if it's a small step, recognizing that energetically, that could have huge, huge effect 
on your life, people around you. So no step is small and it's all important, all valuable. So hopefully that will for Libra. Next, we go to Scorpio. Scorpios, the azalea. The azalea flower indicates fragility and tenderness. So maybe you're needing a little comfort and support. There's a man in the spirit world who reminds you to take care and be kind to yourself for me. Have an azalea close to you for memories of the sweetness and tenderness of loving times and to bring new love closer to you. This flower also represents moving things forward step by step, no rushing or forcing issue. The best fruits develop naturally rather than being forced. So that's a beautiful sentiment, beautiful card. What really stands out to me is that tenderness and not forcing. So there's some of you that are listening, you're Scorpio and you're very intuitive and you're actually very mediumistic. You're working likely on those abilities. Take note of the not forcing. That those words seem really significant. It just means that if you have anything you have to force, anything you feel that you have to like control to try and make it work, it's not working anyway and it's not meant to work. So just listen to that part and really take that to heart. The tenderness, yes, a man in spirit who's asking you to take care of yourself for him. That's a beautiful sentiment. I actually feel there's a few of you listening that have dad in the spirit world and that message seems really, really significant. That would be something important for you to hear at this time. So Scorpios, I know you're intense at times, but go easy on yourself. Be kinder to yourself. We're not punishing ourselves anymore. Okay, that's the message for Scorpio for September. Now coming into Sagittarius, you also get this soul, but actually the second one that came up here, you can take this thistle message that came at the beginning for Aries, but also Sagittarius, this one, Hellebore. It's a Christmas rose. The essence of this plant has used, was used as a medicine by Hippocrates in ancient Greece and can still be an element of medicine used to treat cardiovascular disease. Therefore, it's a truly healing flower. It's a flower symbolizing the power of healing of emotional scars and mental upsets. Its presence can alleviate anxiety and create time and space for busy people who need some time undisturbed. In ancient times, it was considered to be able to initiate invisibility. Maybe sometimes we need to make ourselves invisible for a while. The energy of this flower brings a sense of youthfulness. It's considered to be a flower which advocates peace and overcomes war. So that's a powerful flower. I really am drawn to the fact that it's a medicine. So to me, this speaks of heart healing. I think Sagittarius in September, you might go on a bit of a journey of your own healing, emotional and maybe physical, but it would be a good time for Sagittarius people to really maybe decide that therapy might be a good healing tool, or maybe it's a class, like a, maybe it's a meditation class, or maybe you want to take up hiking or something that you can really implement to bring about some time, some space in your life, in your schedule, where you can be a bit more reflective. I find that Sagittarian people are really good when they're busy and they tend to keep themselves that way. But I think adding in some reflection time, especially in September, is going to be really beneficial. You can kind of 
clear out any emotional junk and then be really um, open and ready to go for our fifth fall season, like October, November, coming into the end of the year. You want to come into it with more clarity. So if you're Sagittarius and listening, it's time to release, let go. And there's things you can do to get there. It doesn't have to be rigid and it doesn't have to be boring, okay? So you do what feels right to you, but definitely give yourself that chance. So we're not avoiding our feelings. Next one is more Capricorn. The iris is the flower of friendship and emphasizes how important friendship is in our lives. A lady in spirit says, your friendship meant so much to me. It's also the flower of faith, hope, and wisdom, which are often brought to us through friendship. The iris is the bringer of good news, but also calls upon you to be brave and believe in your own courage and compliments you on your trustworthiness. The iris connects with the fleur-de-lis, which is the emblem of France. And also, if you're in Canada, Quebec also has the fleur-de-lis on their flag. So, the iris. For Capricorns, I think it's about, instead of focusing on the result so much, like the results of your efforts, to focus on the relationships that you've built and really find appreciation for those friendships, find appreciation for the people in your life that you can trust so implicitly. Capricorn, you can be trusted. You know that you're a loyal and trustworthy friend, but maybe you haven't always found that in other people. I think in September, it's about celebrating those people that you can trust and that do have your back. And I think Capricorn also September is about getting a little bit creative. It's about making some daydreaming slash planning, you know, sessions. So giving yourself a chance to really brainstorm. What else do you want to create? What else do you want to do? Where do you want to be? And how do you want to feel? I think that's a really good place to start. How do you ideally want to feel in all areas and aspects of your life? Bring in some Bring in some freshness. Think it would be wonderful to have some fresh flowers or plants in your environment for September. I think also doing a little bit of a, I see almost like a little bit of a spritz that you could put like sea salt and maybe some rose fragrance or rose oil, different oils that are appealing to you and maybe a few little gemstones or something. So in like a little sprayer thing or a roller ball thing you can create these little concoctions but having that sort of fritzed around in your environment I think could really freshen and also kind of cleanse the energy in the space around you so it'll give you a nice pick-me-up a good energetic boost I see that it really attracts all of this angelic love and angelic connection so that would be my suggestion for Capricorn and next we have Aquarius, the Amaryllis. It symbolizes building harmony within self and with others as being very important in your life at this time. It signifies that you should proclaim your personal magic and the power of your soul that makes you unique and beautiful. Your inspirational connection is amazing, so trust it and use it every day. This flower as a gift is a message of harmony and personal freedom. It also really speaks, I find, to me too, like new beginnings. So Aquarius for September is about really expressing your personal power, what makes you special, what makes you unique, 
And I find that Aquarius people are so innovative. They're so creative. They tend to be so open-minded. So if you've been feeling a bit, I don't know, a bit stuck, or you've been feeling as though you haven't really been able to share what you've been feeling or express yourself, then September is the time to really do it. Let yourself really shine. Give yourself also a little bit of that sweetness. You know, I think that sometimes you might be feeling a bit serious, like you've got so much that you want to accomplish in this one life that you're trying to pack it all in. And I think really September calls for a bit of a breather, like, all right, you can relax a little. You can recognize that you're doing a good job and that you don't have to be pressuring yourself so much. There's there's no uh, perfection to be had. It's literally just for you to experience your life, to savor it and to enjoy it. Get inspired, read your, some good books, get comfy, drink your tea that you love and just really nurture yourself. That, that's the image that I get for you for Aquarius, right? Next is Pisces. And I've got lots of Pisces people, especially females in my life. The honeysuckle. It's a plant which urges you to stay true to your path in life and follow your intuitive and inner guidance. If so, you should find life's happiness, sweetness, and generosity. It represents bonds of love and staying devoted to those you love and allowing your affection to be seen. During history, this bloom was thought to bring protection and prosperity to your home. Victorian suitors gave honeysuckle flowers as a promise to, of true and undying love to their ladies. So that's really cool. Honeysuckle, I think it's about home. Like for Pisces, for September, really, really sprucing it up, reorganizing it, maybe doing a few little projects, getting those little things done that's been in the back of your mind, really creating your space, setting yourself up for success, cleansing and clearing away stagnant energy, maybe doing a little sage in there, and then also letting the windows open and just let it be refreshed. I think also Pisces for September, yeah, using your intuition and letting it help you. If you're going to feel everything all of the time, you might as well use that to your advantage. You might as well use your intuition, trust it, follow it, like allow your guidance to point you in the right direction of the right people at the right time, the right friendships, you know, that kind of thing. You might as well listen. So yeah, also it's about being vulnerable, allowing your love and your affection to be seen by others. So maybe a little bit less holding on to that affection and actually showing people focusing on that a little bit more as you go forward. All right. So hopefully that makes sense. I really hope that I didn't miss anyone. I find that when I do these, sometimes there's a sign that gets missed. But if I did, you'll have to let me know. I hope that it brings you a little insight. Certainly it feels as though this summer has gone by really quickly, but it's been, you know, it's been, it's been interesting. That's for sure. I hope that you've all enjoyed yourselves. And I mean, I guess depending on where you're listening, it might be, might not be summer for you. <laughs> you know, it might be winter. But the only other thing I would mention, September 1st is the registration closing for the Exceptional Medium. It's the year-long mentorship program. Super excited. And we've got some really amazing people that have joined thus far. Um, there's still room. So if you're thinking about it, feel free. You can apply with the online application form. You can email me, melissawhitemedium at gmail.com. 
If you would like more info, if you want to set up a time to chat, I'm happy to do that. I'm also going to be at Wisteria Acres in September. If you're local, it's going to be Evening of Spirit. So I'll be there and you can register on Wisteria Acres website or on my Facebook page. The information is there. Otherwise, there's also a brand new online course that I've created and it's called the Basic Foundations of Mediumship. It's a mini course and it's really self-paced. You just purchase it. You you watch the videos, you read the content, and there's resources there. There's also some audio resources and some other stuff. But it's geared towards people who really want to know what is mediumship all about? Where do you get started? How do you get started? What to keep in mind? And so the feedback that I've got so far has been really, really good. People are loving it. Some people used it and it's just been as a review, but they said it's quite helpful. So if you're interested in that, definitely check out, I can put the link in the show notes and you can purchase that and give it a go. See what you think. So I'll leave you with that. I'm wishing you all lots of love as we enter into September. Take good care and we'll talk soon. Love you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the show, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or feel free to leave a rating and a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Melissa White Medium or on Facebook, Psychic Medium Melissa White. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.